Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Lowry, a financial advisor with Sierra Ridge Wealth Management here in Sacramento, California. So a little bit of a different topic we're going to cover today. I got my first request um, of a question from a buddy back from college. Shout out to my man, Carlos, for the great question and for a fantastic speech he gave on our college graduation day. Oh man, I'm telling you, I would have been freaking out giving a speech on commencement day, but Carlos crushed it, had everybody cheering for him. He did a great job, but... Anyways, Carlos asked if I could go over my take on rural students and their access or lack thereof to selective institutions like Pitzer College, the college we attended, and how that plays a role in building wealth. So Pitzer is one of the Claremont Colleges in Southern California. It's about 40-ish minutes south of LA. And all five of the Claremont Colleges, Pitzer, Harvey Mudd, Claremont McKenna, Scripps, and Pomona are all private colleges and definitely considered selective schools. So does growing up in a rural community affect one's chance to attend a school like this and in turn affect one's ability to accelerate the accumulation of their wealth? Obviously, do not know the story of every single rural child in this country, but I think I can speak with a lot of confidence on this topic based on my experiences and what I have personally seen and heard about. So I want to start off by talking about my grandpa and his family. My grandpa Dan grew up on a ranch that was homesteaded by our family. I don't even know how far back, but I mean, they literally pulled up to this land on horseback, decided to build a home and just live there. And this land, we still own it today. It's located around Ferndale, California, which if you've never been there, it's it's a tiny little town. It's one of the coolest towns in the whole entire world. It's right by the ocean. It's way up in Northern California. I mean, another five to six hours north of me here in Auburn. Oh, and it's where Guy Fieri went to school. So Flavortown literally came from Ferndale, which is pretty insane to me. I mean, this town has one main road. It has zero stoplights. I don't even think there's a gas station. They have a hotel, a little bar, a butcher shop, a high school, a couple of churches. I mean, that's pretty much the entire town. All of the houses are Victorian homes. They're so beautiful. But anyways, to get back to our ranch, you got to go up this mountain, get way out of town, drive way back into the middle of nowhere. And then you drop into this beautiful valley where our ranch is. There's a river running through it. There's woods, big open pastures. It's literally straight out of a movie scene. So my grandpa and his family, they grew up on this ranch. And he used to walk to school or they rode their horse. And I believe they had four kids in their class. My grandpa, his brother, and then I believe there were two other kids that lived on the ranch nearby that attended this little schoolhouse with them. And this schoolhouse, guys, it sits right next to the river. And there's just a beautiful field out in front of it. It's an absolutely amazing area. These four kids, they grew up going to school together. And I believe they had a teacher that actually drove in from town every day to teach them. Obviously wasn't there at the time, but I would have to imagine that their schooling looked a little bit different than someone their same age that lived in a bigger city. Now, my grandpa made it from this little schoolhouse with three other kids, where they were far away from a town of even just 100 people, to attending San Jose State. He started his own construction company, which actually became one of the biggest companies in California, and they were the only company to ever, even to this day, pave the Golden Gate Bridge. Now, San Jose State, in my opinion, and you know, it's probably not one of these selective institutions that we're talking about, But that's what I believe is so amazing about people's individual stories. My grandpa did not have to attend Harvard to become the extremely successful man that he was before he passed away. Ultimately, he was able to sell his company, buy another large ranch in Alturas, California, 
which is about an hour south of the Oregon border. And he got back to his ranching roots, running cattle, farming, hunting, fishing, literally up until he died. Now, it would have been really easy for him to never get out of that little town, just stay living on the ranch, being a subsistence farmer. But he was able to go from that tiny little town to creating a massive construction company and just absolutely killing it. So now when they lived in Alturas, two of my cousins were still younger and they were attending school in Alturas. <laughs> Compared to the ranch that my grandpa grew up on, Alturas was like San Francisco. Uh, it had a whopping 2,000 people that lived there. Now, one of my cousins, John John, he has autism. And man, you're going to hear a lot of amazing stories about him throughout my episodes. But college was not something that he was going to be doing. My other cousin, Catherine, she attended high school in Alturas, and she was one of the best basketball players in the area while attending. And Catherine could have easily just lived at home, worked on the ranch, and not pushed herself. But she attended Oregon University, got her master's degree, and now she's a sign language translator, and she's also absolutely killing it. I mean, obviously in Alturas, they didn't have all the same resources that kids probably have in bigger cities, but she still made do with what she had and ended up being extremely successful. So after telling parts of these two stories, what I'm getting down to is no, I don't believe that growing up in a rural community affects your ability to attend a selective school, and I don't think that this affects one's ability to accumulate wealth. I really don't even think that it's that important to attend a super selective school in order to build wealth. Sure, it helps, yes, don't get me wrong, but college to me was more about making connections with people that will help me throughout my career and that I can help as well. But there are so many people that are millionaires that didn't even attend college or maybe even junior college. Seriously, don't get me wrong here, I'm not endorsing not going to school. I think college is so, so important. But just because someone didn't go to a selective school, I don't believe their ability to accelerate the accumulation of their wealth is affected. Now, what I do think is that some people in rural communities, they fall into sort of a trap, for lack of a better word. I mean, not obviously a real physical trap, but more of a mental block in their mind. I think that someone who grows up living in a family who has to be very conservative with their money and who have never been able to break out of their current financial situation, they can feel like they're too are only capable of this lifestyle and they don't think about working towards building wealth. A child living on a farm may grow up working for their family their entire life and in turn end up just staying on the farm and continuing the family tradition. And this is not a bad thing whatsoever. So again, I don't believe at all that growing up in a rural area lowers your chances of getting into a selective school and afterwards accumulating wealth. But I do believe that living in a rural area can sometimes put young people in a mindset that the small town lifestyle is all they can and or want to do. Also, you would really be surprised how much wealth people have that do live in some of these rural areas. So I want to tell you just one more story. One of my great buddies, Keith, he also grew up in Alturas. His family moved there from Las Vegas when he was a little kid, and his parents were teachers at the local high school. And Keith went a little bit of a different route than the selective institution, but it still worked out great for him. What Keith did is he joined the military. He worked his butt off of there, and then when he was not actively full-time in the military, he took on another job and worked full-time at a huge furniture warehouse. So long story short, he has now taken off to Idaho, joined the police force, and he's making good money, has great benefits, and he's going to have a fantastic pension set up when he's all done. He loves what he's doing. He gets to hunt and fish and backpack, and he's in a beautiful area. Now, Keith did not attend a selective institution, but to me, he has had no problem whatsoever growing his wealth, and he's going to continue to prosper for the rest of his life. So at the end of the day, whether you're in a big city with all the resources in the world or in a small little farming town, you really need to just have drive and determination to be financially free. Of course, it's so much easier to reach this point with guidance, and that's why I do what I do. I want to help you achieve financial freedom and accumulate your wealth as quickly and efficiently as possible to reach all of your financial goals. I'll create a customized plan for you, just for you, to take you from point A to point B. Guys, point B is always the same for everyone. It's always reaching financial freedom. And realistically, that's the easy part. Point A is what's always changing between each person, and that's what I want to learn about. 
I would love to chat with you and learn more about your situation and see how I can help you. And I'm telling you, the earlier you can start this process, really the better off you're going to be. There are so many ways to make money out there. Seriously, anyone can do it. But having some guidance on what to do with this money and how to really grow it is extremely important. So let's get this game plan set up for you and get you on the road towards financial freedom. I seriously can't wait to hear from you guys. So if you want to work on your personalized custom plan, you can reach out to me at hlowry at sierraridgewealth.com. That's H-L-O-W-R-Y at sierraridgewealth.com. Or just add me on LinkedIn and shoot me a message. Honestly, I can't wait to hear from you. Have a fantastic rest of your day, everybody, and thanks so much for listening. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group. Member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Rich Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group.